Today's episode is brought to you by the new edition of Christ-Centered Biblical Counseling, available now at booksellers everywhere. Welcome to 1514, a podcast of the Biblical Counseling Coalition. 1514 draws its name from Romans 1514, where the Apostle Paul encourages the church that they are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, and able to counsel one another. I'm your host and the executive director of the BCC, Dr. Curtis Solomon, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Thank you for joining us for this episode of 1514. It's a pleasure to have you with us. If you're brand new to the podcast, welcome. I encourage you to go back in our archives and check out some of the previous episodes. Those episodes largely consist of interviews that I've done with biblical counselors from all walks of life all across the world, and I hope that they encourage you in whatever ministry and place that God has you in life right now. Some of the episodes are a little bit different than that, and this is one of those. Today, I'm going to take some time to share with you Uh, kind of a state of the BCC. I'm going to go back and share with you a little bit of what happened with us in 2020, what the Lord has done with us through that season and into the first part of 2021. So I really appreciate all of you for listening on a regular basis if you've been with us for a while. And if you're brand new, we appreciate you as well. And I hope that this episode encourages you with what God's doing through this wonderful ministry. Obviously, 2020 was a hard year for all of us. We all faced lots of difficulties and challenges this past year, Uh, some very significant. We know some people who lost loved ones through the pandemic and uh, difficulties with churches dividing and fighting and lots of hardship over 2020. And I want to share with you just some of the struggles that we face personally as the Biblical Counseling Coalition. Obviously, like everybody else, we faced cancellations of various kinds. 2020 happened to be the 10th anniversary of the founding of the BCC, and we had been planning uh, only our second ever global summit. It was going to be a big uh, conference that lots of people were invited to, uh, only one, we're planning on doing those once every four years. The first was in 2016, and this was the first time we were going to do it internationally. We were going to be hosting the conference in the Dominican Republic and inviting leaders in biblical counseling from all across the world to join us there and just celebrate what God's doing through uh, biblical soul care and get to know each other, build relationships that will further expand uh, biblical counseling, but more than that, the gospel going forward into to new places and to people and really seeing life transformation take place. Obviously, that didn't happen. Uh, that was supposed to be in December of 2020, and we had to cancel that. Uh, we also tried to shift gears and, and continue our annual leadership summit that usually meets at that time frame every year with our BCC Council getting together. That event also, even though it was majorly downsized, still had to be canceled in the in the end. And then obviously all the times that we have to go and make connections with people, get out there and see some of you who listen to the podcast, connect with other biblical counselors at the various biblical counseling conferences, all of those things were canceled. And uh, we, we were grieving the loss of those things and grieving the loss of the opportunity to meet with people. Um, and yeah, those are some of the unique cancellations that we had to face. Uh, it also came with a lot of financial difficulty last year. 2020, because it was our 10th anniversary, we had this big conference on the calendar, we had some other uh, good things happen at the beginning of the year. 
we were anticipating a growth year for the ministry financially and otherwise. And the year started out great. We got some significant donations at the beginning of the year that were setting us up and enabling us to put together that global conference. But as COVID hit, things started to dry up pretty quickly. We had some churches who immediately had to withdraw their support as their churches went into kind of a budget lockdown and cut off all non-essential expenditures. And then slowly, more and more donors had to trickle off as people were facing the personal impact of those challenges themselves. And eventually what we found is that by the end of the summer, our ministry was in pretty significant trouble financially. And we were kind of in a nosedive financially, uh, expecting to grow. We had increased people's hours, hired some people, and we ended up having to let people go, um, making some really difficult decisions to uh, end some people's time of employment at the BCC, as well as reducing the rest of the staff's hours and time that they were able to give to this ministry, including myself. I took a, I personally took a 40% pay cut in order to help our ministry maintain solvency and to continue to move forward. And I really appreciate our staff for hanging in there and dealing with those difficult decisions, accepting those difficult decisions, especially for Jody Montgomery, who'd been with us for longer than anybody else on staff. And she had to lose her position um, and really appreciate her. And we miss her a lot and think about her often as, as she is definitely missed around here, both professionally and personally. So that was obviously a big, big hardship. For me personally, it was one of the most difficult seasons professionally that I've ever had to face, uh, really cutting loose people who I loved, enjoyed working with, and for no other reason than just financially, we couldn't have them here um, any longer. It was really a painful thing. But the Lord, you know, thankfully provided for us, carried us through. Our team worked really hard, and we were able to stabilize our, ourselves financially and ended the year in the black financially by God's grace and at great cost to a number of people in our ministry. Uh, all of our team, like I said, sacrificed so that we could continue to move forward. And that's the nature of the ministry that we're in. That's the nature of what we often call faith-supported ministry. Uh, the realization is that all of us live by faith day by day. But when you are in a ministry that is dependent on donations coming in, we're not selling things. We are dependent on people supporting us through generosity and, and faithfulness. We get to feel that more acutely on a, on a day-in and day-out basis. And uh, we felt it a lot this past year, which we are so thankful for those who are giving and so thankful for the Lord who continued to provide for us and, and keep us. And I'm so thankful for our team who continued to move forward and work really hard to produce uh, great content and to continue to serve our, our world and the biblical counseling movement through the great resources that we are putting out and the relationships that we help connect. In addition to those cancellations and financial troubles, we also had some challenges within the biblical counseling movement around some debate and disagreement, particularly around the issue of, of EMDR. And for those who don't know, that's eye movement, desensitization, and reprocessing. And the BCC Board of Directors put together a statement that we will be releasing soon publicly that really helped us navigate and think through this methodology and whether or not it's appropriate for biblical counseling or whether or not it qualifies as biblical counseling. And I think it's a really wonderful document. I'm excited for people to read it. 
not just as for what it says about EMDR, but also how it portrays a way of discussing things that we disagree about. And hopefully will be an example to others of how to think through things that different people who love Jesus, love each other, and love God's people can disagree on something, but think hard and well about that issue and come together on some type of resolution or solution to those things. Uh, but the process was was a challenge in and of itself. There were lots of difficult conversations, lots of people who were upset on different ends of the spectrum. We are a coalition of biblical counselors, so we have people from a variety of backgrounds, a variety of organizations and schools, and they don't all agree on everything. They do all agree on our confessional statement and our doctrinal statement. Everybody has to affirm uh, commitment to those things every year if they are officially connected to the BCC, like our council members and partners. But there's still significant disagreement, and significant disagreement can be hard. So we, we had to walk through that, that challenging season in addition to all of the other things that were going on. But 2020 wasn't totally lost to difficulty and challenges. There were also a lot of great things that took place. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you're probably familiar with our website. And our website is a very active one. We are putting out content at least three times a week. Uh, We have a very active blog. We have a lot of writers who write for us and contribute wonderful content, as well as book reviews. This podcast, we recorded and released our 169th episode of 1514 last year. Uh, The last episode to go out was part two of my interview with Dr. Wayne Mack down in South Africa. It was a delight to connect with him and talk to him. So some of those were rebroadcast, uh, but now we're up to 190. We're approaching the 200 mark on our episode count for 1514. So that was a real delight. In addition, we we had a special series. Uh, while we weren't able to celebrate the history of the BCC the way that we wanted to, we weren't able to celebrate our 10th birthday. We did interview a number of the people who were there at the founding of that ministry and did a history series on the podcast. And I encourage you, if you haven't listened to that, go back and check it out again. It's It was from November of 2020, and there's about five interviews, and it really helps people understand what is the BCC, where did it come from, why do we exist, what's our purpose, all those wonderful questions, as well as some fun stories about the founding from those people who were there to see it. In addition, one thing that we did that we hadn't done before is we recorded 40 days worth of of daily devotional videos. These were just short videos, three to five minutes in length, that helped people in a really difficult season focus on Christ, focus on God and His Word, and draw some hope help, encouragement for their hearts in that difficult season. We recorded 40 days. Uh, Obviously, when things kicked off, we had nobody had any idea how long this uh, pandemic would last. And and I know there are a lot of people even now who are still in lockdown. But we we stopped it at around 40. Um, Know that a lot of people picked those up later on and, and watch them as well. But that was a real delight to provide a significant number of days uh, where people could just have a quick feed of hope from God's Word in difficult times. Uh, And then we also finalized the printing of the revised edition of Christ-Centered Biblical Counseling, and that just came out this past month of 2021, but we did a lot of work on that in the background in 2020. Uh, so God was still at work, even though, and, and we were still at work with him to accomplish some great things with the BCC, even though it was a, a very difficult year. And I really appreciate you as our audience, and many of you are supporters of the ministry, because we couldn't do it without you. We 
Our, the electricity wouldn't be on, the equipment wouldn't be here, the man hours couldn't be had if it wasn't for the faithful giving and contributing and prayers of people like you. So we really appreciate that. And those challenges, like all challenges, really help to make us stronger. We understand that God has promised to bring about his work in our lives. For people who are his children, he is going to continue to work in us until we are made perfect and complete when we see our Lord Jesus face to face. And that often comes through difficulty and trials. We've tightened up our belt financially. We've been more efficient and obviously still putting out a lot of content and great content. And it's always helpful to be more conservative fiscally. So that's one way that we grew and sharpened ourselves. Our team has has really come together and worked and been dedicated to serving you, our listeners, our audience, our, our blog followers, uh, because we love the Lord and we love you and we really want to see people helped by God's Word. So we were excited to do that. Just seeing our team come together and accomplish all that we've accomplished in this past year was just an evidence of God's work in our lives. Personally, it forced me to take some time that and focus on some opera, forced or allowed, I guess you could say, either way, uh, me to take some time and, and put some energy be, behind some pursuits and interests that I've had for a while. I did continue to try work full-time for the BCC on a reduced salary, but eventually you just can't keep doing that forever. So the board was very kind to allow me to split my time between the BCC and Solomon Soul Care. I still adjunct teach at Boyce College, which is always fun, but Solomon Soul Care has been a great opportunity for me to get more counseling and then also counseling training. And I've been offering online training and trauma counseling through that for a few months now. And it's been just wonderful to see the Lord multiplying counselors who are equipped to minister to people who, who've been through intense, intense suffering. So that's another way that the Lord has really, really blessed us uh, in this season that we weren't looking for and weren't expecting. So he's a, he's a wonderful God and cares for us and directs us the way that he will have us go. And obviously, we've all become more like Christ. The reality is, if you're a Christian, tomorrow you should be more like Jesus, and you will be more like Jesus than you were today. And all of us right now are more like Jesus than we were at the beginning of 2020. If we're his children, he's our God. That's what's been happening in all of our lives. And we're very thankful that, for that. Uh, I also took some time. I had already planned on doing this, but uh, was forced to do it even a little bit more to review our vision and mission at the BCC. Ten years is a significant anniversary for any organization. And it's always helpful to step back and think about what is it that we do? Why do we do it? Are we still meant to do it and still accomplishing what we were we set out to do? And it was a, a really great time. Obviously, so that can be challenging, and it was on the con, on the backdrop of a challenging year. But I came away from that time really just with a renewed commitment to our central purpose of fostering unity around the primacy of the Word of God in the care of souls. Our messaging might look a little different. We might have some different phrases or say it a little bit differently than some of our uh, previous documents. But the reality is not our vision and our purpose and our mission has not changed. We really are committed to building relationships, uh, primarily among the leaders of the biblical counseling movement, but among all of us, really, so that we can be more unified and stronger as a movement moving forward to bring honor and glory to Christ, build his kingdom, 
and see his people saved and sanctified to be more like him. That's what we're about, and that's what we want to continue to do. This year, we're primarily, we're going to focus more on the relationship side of things. If you have watched the video on our website with Steve Byers talking about the BCC and our purpose, you'll note that he talks about resources and relationships being central to the BCC. We want to build relationships, and we want to provide robust resources. We will always continue to put out great resources on the website. We haven't focused a lot of energy on those big, big books like Christ-Centered Biblical Counseling, Biblical Counseling in the Church, the Scriptures and Counseling. But what we have seen is that the relationships that we're building automatically produce resources. When we have our annual leadership summit, uh, ideas are shared, topics are discussed, and relationships are built that sharpen resources that already exist. We've had, I've had testimony of some people who've had published books, listen to somebody talk about a particular topic, go to them and say, hey, would you mind interacting with me a little bit more on this? Because I, I think this chapter in my book could be improved by what you're saying. Can, would you mind looking it over? And, and, and new editions of books have come out that have been sharpened by those relationships. Others have partner together to write on topics and books that with people that they didn't know before. Uh, one of our international partners just shared with me, he just finished a PhD in biblical counseling, and he said, I would never would have been able to do the research I did without the relationships I've established at the BCC. I never would have finished a PhD or even maybe even gone into it without the relationships I built in the BCC Council. And others are just encouraged and inspired by the topics that we make to go and write their own books. So a lot of times the the name BCC might not be affiliated with a resource or we might not have anything in directly as an organization to do with the writing and publication of a book, but the relationships that we have helped to build uh, were catalysts for those resources. And we really want to put more attention onto those relationships. So we are able to be back for our 2021 Leadership Summit. We'll be at the Cove in North Carolina with our BCC Council in December. Uh, the council's grown, so we have 65 members now that will be there. We added four new members. Two of those members are international, so we have a, a gal from South Africa and a gal from Brazil who will be on the council for the first time, as well as the newest executive director of, the, of ABC. And we're just excited to see more people uh, joining us and getting together, building those relationships. We also want to improve the relationships that we have with our partners. So we are getting ready to launch a new partner portal. This is something we've been working on for quite some time. Our staff has put a lot of energy and effort into this, uh, and it'll be on a way of improving our relationship and service to our partners. It's going to provide a centralized access point for our partners to get the benefits that are exclusive to them. Our after-show uh, recordings will all be there. Our equipped to care monthly resource is going to be there. The different benefits, uh, discount codes, and other things like that that we've negotiated with other organizations will be there. In addition, they'll be able to access and update your profile on our on our directory yourself uh, and more easily, and then even be able to customize a page for yourself through our directory uh, that looks specific to you and your ministry. We're really excited about that portal and uh, hope that it's a great benefit to our, our partners. And then we're also going to be shifting our focus on 1514 
And the interviews are going to be designed more for us to get to know our guests on a personal level. Uh, it's always been a fun part of my heart to get to know people through our, our two-minute favorites questions. Uh, but I wanted to go a little bit more deep with people, find out what they were like as a kid, what how they came to know the Lord, how they got led into biblical counseling ministry, what they've learned through that, what are the hardships. So the questions will be similar but our guests will all be different, and we'll get to know them on a more relational basis. From time to time, we'll switch, and we might focus on a particular uh, organization or resource, but m- more of it will be focused, more of these episodes will be focused on getting to know our guests on a personal level. Uh, I'm really excited about that opportunity. I hope you enjoy the podcast. I hope it grows our audience so that more people are getting connected, because I really do believe that Central to the unity of this movement are relationships. One of the verses that's kind of key to our organization is Psalm 133.1 that says, Behold how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell in unity. Or as the NIV puts it, when God's people dwell together in unity. And it's just such an important reality that we are supposed to be unified. Jesus says, The world will know you're my disciples, you're my followers, by your love for one another. Well, we can't love one another unless we know each other. When we're called to put others' interests above our own and to love others and treat them as more important than ourselves, we can't put somebody else's interests ahead of our own unless we know them. So building relationships, getting to know one another, is going to be how we build unity uh, locally in our local churches, but also globally through this uh, growing biblical counseling movement. So I'm really excited about that emphasis and really want to see that aspect of our ministry deepen even more than it has uh, over the last 10 years. In addition to serving and, and growing the service we and relationships that we already have, we do want to build new relationships. We want to find new leaders in the movement, enter into uh, areas where biblical counseling is, is new or maybe doesn't exist, and identify people there who can who can plant and grow uh, biblical counseling ministry through the churches in areas all across the world uh, where it doesn't exist now. We also need to grow the number of partners and donors that we have. Uh, obviously, financially, uh, we need donors to keep going. As I mentioned before, we had a difficult year last year, and we have not fully recovered. Uh, we've tightened our belt and things are on the, on the up and up now, but we are not where we need to be. Uh, we have had a 26% increase in the, the number of average monthly donors over this time last year. Um, so we're excited to see some of those people coming back and, and even more people being added. Uh, but most of those are small monthly gifts and that's good. We need those, but we also need, uh, more significant gifts or large gifts, But we want to, as I mentioned, being more conservative, we want uh, an army of partners and donors who give to our ministry on a regular basis that provide the basis for our budget. And then when we get large donations, to be able to utilize those for special projects or other things like that 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 are an abundance or a surplus to our budget. So I encourage you, if you're already supporting the ministry of the BCC, to pray and ask God to lay on your heart what you could give more. 
Or if you're listening, you've never supported the ministry of the BCC, I encourage you to begin supporting the ministry of the BCC. If you are a counselor or have a counseling ministry or part of an organization that does counseling or counseling training, we'd encourage you to consider becoming a partner. We have two different groups of people who support the ministry of the BCC. Donors who just love us and love what we do and want to give money to support the cause of of the BCC and our mission. And then we have what we call partners, and those are people who likewise love what we do and want to support it financially, but who also would benefit from having a directory spot on our website or getting some resources to continue to sharpen them in, in their counseling ministry. Those people are what we call BCC partners. So whether you want to be a donor or a partner, we, we need both of you. We encourage both, and we look forward to that. You can, all, you can check out more about that on our website, uh, biblicalcc.org. You can click on the Donate tab, or you can go to a partner with us, and you'll find out more information about that there. As the Lord has allowed and provided for us, we are continuing to grow and to get more great resources to people all around the world. And we want to continue to be able to do that, so we encourage you to support us. And we're excited about what the Lord is doing, refocusing us on the relationships that will build this movement, that will unify us around the centrality, the primacy of the Word of God in caring for people. And I thank you so much for listening today. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast, because I know if you're listening, you have a heart for the Lord and a heart for His people. And I just want to encourage you to continue to grow, continue to be encouraged, continue to use our resources, this podcast, the resources available on the website, to sharpen yourself, to help other people, and to encourage God's people. Thank you so much for your time with us today and for your support and for your prayers. I hope you have a wonderful week and I look forward to talking to you on this next episode of 1514. Thank you for listening to today's episode of 1514. If you'd like to find out more about the Biblical Counseling Coalition, you can visit our website at biblicalcc.org. Special thanks to our podcast engineer, James Wills, who does all the post-production editing to make this podcast sound so wonderful. also want to thank my assistant, Carrie Felton, for helping to arrange these interviews. And a special thanks to Andrew Riddell, who composed and recorded the music we use on 1514. I hope you have a wonderful day.